Hi. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Drama Fiends. We are back. We are And guess what we're talking about again? I'm sorry, you guys. Just kidding. I'm not sorry at all. I'm not sorry. (laughs) It's Funny Girl once again. Yep. And this time... We have a friend. Another special guest is here. A I know, of the two pod. weeks in a row. You guys are so lucky. You really are. <laughs> and our friend, her name is Becky. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Dramatic pause <laughs> for Becky. I, well, I was going to say that we all just saw Funny Girl the, together the yes, other night. Yes. So that's why we have Becky here with us because we needed the true exactly experience to be yeah. recounted. Yes. And like, you know, I mean... If you have listened to all of our episodes or even only some of them, you guys probably know like what, how we're going to feel about seeing Funny Girl on September 6th. Yes. Um, but we thought we should bring in a, another person, a, a new set of eyes and ears, yeah. if you will. <laughs> who was there with us. Yeah. So, who, who experienced the same exact evening. Yes. I saw it with my own eyes. I... I really moved mountains to get those tickets <laughs> I, or my single ticket. Yeah. I was on a cruise. <laughs> I used my like five minutes of free internet and I got the tickets. It was worth it. Yeah. No, it, it was. Wait, just to be clear, because we just said September 6th as if everybody knows what that date is. Oh, as true. We, our target audience probably does. But <laughs> September 6th was, it was Funny Girl starring Leah Michelle, not just any performance but her opening mm-hmm. night it was really the f- spectacular the first time that anybody had ever seen that except for those invited to invited dress rehearsal um so we witnessed history it was we did yeah. it was a historical moment for sure so we're gonna do we're gonna do a full recap of the evening mm-hmm. um we we're not gonna do fiend of the week right now because we're going to do it for this entire episode after <laughs> because it's a collective fiend of the it's week it's a collective fiend of the week and it's clear what it is and it's the fact that we went to Liam Michelle's <laughs> opening night in Funny Girl and we have a lot to say about it Becky why don't you introduce yourself and give us your fiend credentials like what what mm-hmm. makes you like a, a fellow fiend? fiend what makes me a fiend okay just hi. in general yeah hi I'm Becky and um I so so I'm currently TikToking. Um, you may know me from TikTok as the temperature blanket girl. <laughs> um, at what the bay? Um, I was fe- featured on the Weather Channel. I am a fiend. Um, I've been a theater kid for I mean, truly since birth. Like I was, <laughs> I was doing concerts at the Sound of Music on my friend's stoop at three years old. But um. You know, I'm a gleek. I wore leg warmers on my arms to school the week that episode came out that Brittany was wearing the leg warmers. Um, I had a, like a loser necklace, like shaped like an L, and I left it on while I was changing for gym class, and it hit me in the face and cut me, and I was bleeding. Like, I was really dedicated. I was not taking that loser Did necklace. Did you go to Glee off. Live, Becky? I don't remember. <sighs> no, my parents oh, like were, my no, parents you were gonna say yes. That's why no, I no, no. My parents like didn't bring me to concerts or like let oh. me go to concerts. That's, That's a shame, happened. honestly. Yeah, so I, I wish I went to I'm, Glee Live. I missed I out on Glee, Glee Live. Live. So. I, I missed out on Glee Live. Um, but you know, I I stand. I I cut my bangs because of Rachel Berry. I'm not afraid to say it. Who was your OTP, Becky? Oh, this well, is such a hard. Well, we were discussing this. We already we know were, it. We know it. Just you know, I'm a cleaner. I'm. A <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I felt really primed and ready for this. Um, well, for this pod and, and also for Leah Michelle's opening in Funny Girl, um, I 
you know, we've been waiting for it for for years. We found True. out we found out that sh- uh, as I said before, I was on a cruise when when we got the news <laughs> that Leah Michelle would be Fanny Bryce. And that night, I got drunk and I sang "Don't Rain on My Parade" at karaoke. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's what makes me a fiend. I feel like Becky really showed herself as a true fiend i showed she my true really colors did. i mean any cleaner any <laughs> cleaner <laughs> no i'm watching Who season three it? right now <laughs> they're bothering me but, good good uh, thank you <laughs> for the people at home that don't know what a cleaner is <laughs> which is probably a lot of people no it probably is it's those who ship um kurt and blaine on glee yeah they, they're annoying in season three yeah well they're, they're, they're kind annoying of all annoying the they're they're all annoying in season three there's not many that not rachel no not rachel <laughs> never no oh rachel barry could never be annoying um, so let's get into the nitty-gritty mm-hmm. <laughs> this is all of our fiends of the week so we're ju- we couldn't think of literally anything else because no. this is all we've been talking it's about occupying all my brain power it's so true all right i don't even know where should we start Let's Should we start before? Yeah. Opening. Leading up to Lee Michelle's opening. I mean, last time we talked about this was when it was announced that she was uh-huh. going to be playing Fanny Bryce. Um, well, actually, we talked about it in the last episode, oh, too. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> what did we say? Because it was when Jane Lynch was le- like something oh, to Jane Lynch. Oh. Okay. Well, I was... I stand corrected. It was when Joe said I hated Rachel when she had bangs. Oh, <laughs> that's a hot take because I got bangs because of Rachel. We know you did. <laughs> I'm dead. I got bangs. Well, because of Rachel and because of New Girl. We weren't a bang. That was a bang era that for was the a world. Bang era for the world. Okay, so leading up to um, the opening, not the opening, Leah's opening. It's not the opening of the show. Yeah, um, which we keep saying by accident. Um. <laughs> But leading up to her opening, there was an article in the New York Times, mm-hmm. which made some noise, um, yeah. an interview with Leah. Mm-hmm. I actually really enjoyed the article. I think that she was handed a lot of like difficult, controversial-ish questions mm-hmm. about her past, and I honestly thought her answers were really good. And And my other thing about the New York Times article mm-hmm. response is so many people were like, thought it was news that she couldn't win the tony for this oh yeah that's the tony's already happened well I, I, like i gotta say what one thing we didn't really make an outline for this episode at all but one thing i did write down is clearing up the rumors oh <laughs> let's 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 have a lot of that to do. there's a lot of that there but, are a lot but of this rumors. is that's like one of them. this is one of them that people are like oh my god like leah's gonna be so upset like when she doesn't win the tony yeah. she, this girl has been working on broadway since she was a child she, she knows, knows how, how it works. The eligibility work. requirements she knows how it works she knows how it works she didn't get one for spring awakening <laughs> yeah. she's not gonna get one for this I've seen people who are mad that basically she said she like acted the way she did because like she's a perfectionist or whatever, which I think is like oversimplifying it like mm-hmm. of, of people to say. And like, I don't think I know a lot of people are perfectionists and like put a lot of that pressure on themselves because I do that. Um, mm-hmm. But like, and it doesn't mean you have to be like a nasty person or like a yeah. bully, but I do think that people don't like see the situation. Like I don't like people see it so black and white as opposed to. Like- well, I'll I'll bounce off of that because I feel like we're having a similar train of thought. Like I was I was saying I think we were talking about this. Like she grew up 
with parents who were not in the industry. Like she was raised within the industry by people that like taught her this behavior. Like it's all learned. All of us, like our behaviors are learned and it takes work and time to unlearn our behaviors. And um, I think, you know, like growing up and like becoming a Broadway star, like as a child, nobody um, is necessarily like, working you through your behaviors and like like not that you should always need somebody to tell you that that what you're doing is wrong but like like you learn that as an acceptable behavior and nobody's like nobody's walking you through why that's wrong yeah i mean we see that with a lot of child stars like in general like Mm -hmm. a lot of them spiral and like you know have a lot of issues because of their upbringing in such an industry i also had to think that i was thinking about recently which is that I feel like people always say like, oh, Leah Michelle's so annoying because she's like the ultimate theater kid. And I'm like, I was thinking about it and I'm like, she actually isn't because mm-hmm. she never was a theater kid because she was yeah. on Broadway yeah. since she was eight. Like, exactly. So think about it like this. Like, think of the most annoying theater kid you know. She's probably in this room right now. Who is it? And like, think about how like insufferable we were talking about this like think about like the most insufferable thing you've done in like Mm. school or community theater like and then think and then think about how big your ego was when you did that thing thinking you were a celebrity because like you were playing Gertrude and Susical at (laughs) Herrick's Community Center no literally like think about And then think about if that was you at that age, but you were literally on Broadway yeah. with Audra McDonald. Like I, you had Spring Awakening being literally developed mm-hmm. around you. Yeah. And then like a few years later, you meet literal Ryan Murphy and he is so inspired and taken by you that he writes the <laughs> yeah. like one of the most popular shows in television history mm-hmm. about you, like around you. Yeah. She never had to be humbled by being that theater kid in school who like then you yeah. go because then once you're like in school and you like think you're a big shot then you go to class and your show t-shirt and like nobody cares yeah no yeah. literally like, nobody shows up uh, to your show i will never okay. forget wearing a show shirt because I-, I went to private school so i had a uniform but we got to wear our show shirts when <laughs> yeah. the like mm. when the days of the shows or whatever and i was in trig and i was wearing my show shirt and like my math teacher was like what is like what is that shirt and I was like, what yeah. is that shirt? <laughs> yeah, you it's get It's Big Fish. <laughs> Big Fish the musical, the Long Island premiere. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, like, what, like she never had those no, humbling she moments didn't. that no, balance out the ego of the. Exactly. Oh my God, I'm school. Like, of, she was not a theater kid. No. She was a professional a celebrity actor <laughs> at age eight. At a ch- like, as a child, she was I remember, like, famous. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about my own personal Rachel Berry moments of my life right now. I've, um, had, I've had quite a few. I've I will had, admit. I've had a I, I have <laughs> them to this day, honestly, like about oh. like nonsense in my life. Yeah. But anyway, when I was a freshman in college, I was Ben Lynn's Spring Awakening, which I'm sure you could imagine that yeah. would make my ego <laughs> go through the <laughs> roof. And I was like, I was like, you know, I'm still young. I mean, 18 is young, of course, but I was a huge bitch i really was i i'm not gonna lie i really let that get to me i was a freshman in college i got the lead of my dream like dream role my favorite musical ever and 
Yeah, it was insufferable. So I can't even imagine being well, on Broadway yeah, as no, a child. Literally. And I, I mean, we were, Fiona and I were talking about this also recently in real life outside of the pod. And I was, I said like one of my Rachel Berry moments was in that production of Seussical when I had a literal temper tantrum crying. Like I really, I think my mom literally had to come backstage during intermission because I was having a temper tantrum because someone like accidentally ripped my tail off during oh my Amazing God. Gertrude. And I was like having a full meltdown, like, bl- like blaming it on. Some, yeah. Like, one I, of my, one of my Rachel Berry moments was when I was in Les Mis and I was cast as factory girl and I was, <laughs> I was devastated. I threw up. I I literally texted my friend, "What does depression feel like?" No. My friend my friend who uh, my friend who had clinical depression, I said, "What does depression feel like?" I think I Read have it. Wait, that also like when I was at theater camp, when I was in like high school and middle school, we had, did a showcase and everybody would have like a solo and when I, whenever they put the order out, for the solos oh. for the show it was like a bloodbath who was going to close the mm. show with their solo mm-hmm. like i'm not friendships ruined over this oh. like I'm not- no i didn't get invited to the eponines sweet 16 like I you were in y- high school it's okay. i was well, that's 17 the point, years is that, like, the, yeah like the, that's young. the things that theater kids do like are driven to do by the ruthlessness of it's the theater throat. it's cutthroat it, yeah, it's, and, it's and especially in like high school, you get one chance a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. There's so much pressure. You have to prove yourself. So I just like all of this is not to say that that's that makes it okay that she like you know a lot of people did come mm-hmm. out and say that like she fully like bullied them and like made their <laughs> lives mm-hmm. hell when they when they were ugly. Um, and this is like, this really isn't to ex- like to make excuses and say that it's mm-hmm. fine, but it's like, just to like understand where somebody's coming from, I think, in which it seems that a lot of people in general don't do at least on social media. And that's the other thing is that mm-hmm. like, this is, we're responding to what people say on social media, but this also is not real. That's not real life. Like, no. mm-hmm. okay. So we get on the train to see the show. Mm-hmm. It's pouring rain. Yeah. Yes. We're starving. Yes. We then we ate the We're, best sandwich of our whole life. <laughs> then we ate an amazing sandwich on the train. It was so good. We're all feeling horrible. Yeah. I, We're all feeling like I thought I was gonna throw up. I literally said I am I feel like I'm astral projecting. <laughs> like you didn't say that. Like my brain, like I didn't know what was going on in my brain and body. We were all sweating. Yeah drenched in sweat i mean and rain i'm hoping you guys listen to our first funny girl episode yeah so you know if you didn't you if you 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 literally have to because there is so much i was information i was streaming it on the train yeah (laughs) becky was doing her homework on the train to the show like me and juliana have really analyzed this whole situation we are theater journalists we are so um <laughs> we're theater critics we don't get paid for it i wish we did no, but we but made like ten dollars some yeah free tickets but yeah we've gotten some stuff out of it but we just love it anyway <laughs> <laughs> what i'm trying to say is we've put so much thought and time and energy like <laughs> into mm-hmm. we have. thinking about and analyzing this because okay let's be real like broadway i love broadway love musicals it doesn't have 
like that much exciting stuff going no. on all the time. Like no. they're really no, there's they're, drama and you know sometimes if there's sometimes like, it's it like been juicy. Lately. It's kind of dry and it, it had been dry. It had then. been very dry and this whole revival has been an extremely juicy mm-hmm. situation. Oh, it's yeah. been all over the place. It's been giving us whiplash, and we were just. It feels old the emotions school. were so real and yeah. raw, and we were just so worked up for this moment. Like it was the next step. Like there was a mm-hmm. bit of a lull, um, like in the timeline when mm-hmm. Julie took over for Beanie after yeah. she left. Like, like the quiet before the storm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and I and yeah. I think Julie was doing a really good job of like managing that transition, and, oh, and yeah, she's doing definitely. a great job now. Like I don't know if you guys saw her TikTok where mm-hmm. she was singing in the rain. And no, I didn't see that. She made a TikTok on Leah's opening, and it was like her walking through the park, singing, singing in the rain because it was raining, and she was like. I just love my work so much that n- now I get the opportunity to just hang out until it's Thursday. Like, I love that. I love, I love Broadway and I love that I, like, I have downtime now and I, and people were like commenting, like, um, saying like, well, I hope nobody like comes to rain on your parade anytime soon or something like that. And she was like, clear skies so far. Like, no, like Julia is really being so gracious. Like she she, is. Yeah. This whole situation she's been handling so well. well. I think she's the person who comes out of this whole thing looking the best. And I I do think that when, when it's Leah's time to go, Julie is going to be, I I think she'll permanently take over at least. Unless the show closes. Unless Unless it closes, closes. which I I feel I think like it's gonna I close think that's Leah. what's going to happen, but I don't know. Because I think, I think Leah can revive it for a while, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like, it's not that It's not good a standalone. A production. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I and agree. I think no matter how like well Leah does in the role or how much, you know, how many people tickets. resell their tickets yeah. for $3,000, like, <laughs> I don't think that that's going to be sustainable for that long. No, no matter I don't how so, good she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I don't, know that it will i don't know yeah i I just i could see it just closing the shows with the staying power like spectacles and it's and it's funny girl simply is not a spectacle and it's also just like it's just we talked about this in our episode about it but it's just not a show that stands unless like you are so invested in in fanny bryce Mm -hmm. like and that's why it was I mean, and we'll get into this, but that's that was, I think, the biggest difference that we really noticed. And we saw it with Beanie. And mm-hmm. like the the point of this is also not we'll make comparisons to Beanie as it's like necessary. Mm-hmm. But it this isn't like to shit on Beanie. But it's like it's a very noticeable difference when mm-hmm. you have a Fanny Bryce who, first of all, can sing. Mm-hmm. And second of all, or like can sing these songs. Yeah. yeah. And second of all, like that is like. It just that's that's that your the audience's entry point to the show is like through Fanny Bryce. Nothing mm-hmm. else about the show will make you invested. It's yeah, like, exactly. It's exactly. You have to be rooting for her. Everybody has a certain like vocal ability. Yeah. At the end of the day, and like are... I can't freaking sing like Barbara Streisand. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, what I mean? I'll speak as somebody that did see her in Hello Dolly. I thought she was great in Hello Dolly, and I think that she'd be. I think that she's a great actress, and I think that she would be great in another Broadway show and I think it's unfortunate that this um truly this this is going to go down in history because it's like it is like an old an old school kind of like I don't want to say feud because that's not the right word but like this is like the what what has happened with funny girl feels very like 
old old school and like it feels like old school like diva drama which yes exactly and I'm personally I respect that <laughs> I, know, I'm I, am, I am not anti beanie at all and I would see her in another production I just think that um not every role is for every person like we hear it all the we hear yeah. it all the time as as actresses ourselves we hear it all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a as professional actors listen as a community theater <laughs> as a community theater veteran as a community theater veteran as, as community theater vets we hear it all the time like you're not gonna be right for every role this was really an example of somebody being cast in a role that wasn't quite right for them we were really invested in this Mm -hmm. also like you i mean everybody who if you've streamed this before you know like we all are all gleeks all right (laughs) let's just like we're some might say we're gleeks first human second some might say (laughs) (laughs) i wonder who would say (laughs) such a thing so now okay so let's cut to yeah, us so outside we're the on the theater. train we're on the theater so we're, we're outside taking the pictures. theater we're taking pictures and we get approached mm. by this lovely lady yeah who says would you guys like to be interviewed and me and juliana you already know are already know we're absolutely feeding <laughs> unfortunately i said yes and then a stranger asked me to take a photo yeah. <laughs> so becky was i got pulled away because i couldn't <laughs> honestly i can never say no might have been for the best yeah, <laughs> for yourself cut to um like a few hours later and an article is published in variety with variety my magazine full name <laughs> first and last name and age my full social security number (laughs) my full government name saying we're gleeks first human second (laughs) and (laughs) that's the funniest it's funny because i like don't even remember you saying that like in real time i did say it but no i'm sure you did i'm not i'm not saying you didn't say it i said it i just must i'll also it like say that i said a lot of other very um articulate thoughts <laughs> but none of those were quoted yeah you know what else wasn't quoted the name of our podcast that i dropped if you have read the variety article six standing ovations later leah michelle triumphantly returns to broadway and funny girl that's the title of the article and you scroll down to paragraph five you will see right under the long list of celebs that were in the building. Yeah, it goes right from talking about how Drew Barrymore and like Ryan Murphy were there to we're Gleeks first, human second. Says twenty four year old. She's Juliana quoting you DM because is. you're famous podcasters. That's why you're right. That's yeah. right. you're right. list. No, and right. then we proceed to say how much money we spent. Yeah, on the it says theater goer. Fiona Castro, twenty four. <laughs> Says she would have spent more than $250 on a ticket to yeah, see this. It Listen. not only says how much money we spent on the ticket, it then says <laughs> we would have spent we more. We would have definitely oh! spent more. Listen, I don't think there's any shame in that when you consider the absolute inflation of Hamilton tickets in history. No, that's honestly true. Well, then, Fiona is quoted as saying, What did I say? It's a moment of history. Oh. <laughs> It literally is. You know what? I stand by that. <laughs> no, I stand it is. by that quote. I literally, I've been and you know what? That. We have a freaking podcast. It's our job to be there. It's our job to be there opening night. <laughs> it is. We were acting like it was our job to be there. And I'll be honest. I think that we spent on the low end of what people spent to be there. We definitely, definitely did. Because we've got them face value like right after. Mm-hmm. It, it literally, announced. I saw it come up. I was shaking. 
<laughs> well, I was like the Mr. Krabs meme, like trying to buy these tickets. <laughs> no, but I'll say like something. So we keep saying like, oh my God, we were shaking. Like, but you have, like we said this and we all said mm-hmm. this too on the way there, but the, and we also have, I think we did we, talk about yeah. this in our funny girl episode that you should go back and stream if you haven't. But we, the, the reason that funny girl is even really known to our generation mm-hmm. Like, it really is because of Glee. Like, you have, like, obviously Barbara is a queen. Like, I'm a huge Barbara stan. Like, I would never say, like, anything that, like, Barbara's not the most iconic. Because obviously she is. Mm -hmm. But, like, for our generation, the reason it became iconic is, it's 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 truly because of Glee. There's no way to deny that. Mm -hmm. And also, like, I said this, I think we were all saying stuff like this, too, in the way. But I, like... I can honestly say that I don't think I would be as into theater today as I am if if that song wasn't on Glee mm-hmm. in that way. And, like, mm-hmm. if I didn't, like... Yeah. I, I was, like, truly obsessed. Like, mm-hmm. I... Like, I don't know. And I, I always say that, like, that moment... Like, I always joke that that moment, like, changed the course of my life. Like, I always say that as a joke. But I honestly mean... Like, yeah. I yeah. truly don't think I would be as into theater. And that would have changed so many things about my life. Like, mm-hmm. I totally... Yeah. I totally feel that. And I, I said to the reporter, too, I was like, it was iconic on Glee and it's going to be iconic tonight or something stupid like that. <laughs> and she <laughs> didn't put it. She didn't put it in there. Um, <laughs> but I was... we were When we were talking about this on the train, like, I feel like this is... Be, beyond the Glee plot, it's a full circle moment because, um, as we know... Leah Michelle was gifted the Funny Girl DVD, like at Spring Awakening, by by friend Michael Meyer, friend of the pod. Um, <laughs> and she was gifted that DVD, and it became part of Glee because she spoke about it with Ryan Murphy at dinner. Like she, it became yeah. part of her character because she made it part of her character mm-hmm. because Michael Meyer influenced her in that way when she was like a child like like it has truly come full circle like funny girl is part of our like vernacular if you will because of glee and but it's part of glee because of leah michelle herself and it's part of leah michelle because of michael mayer <laughs> damn it's so true it, it has this is a prophecy Big thanks to a friend 20, of a pod, <laughs> this is a prophecy pod, 20 years in the making no it, it like really does feel that way and i think it feels that way for like ever, a lot of people yeah. that watch Glee. um and so after fiona and juliana were interviewed by variety we entered the building soaking wet i personally forgot a raincoat <laughs> yeah i don't know how um, you popped like, on that five dollars left in our bank account like so like soaking wet with rain um, yeah broke like ugly but then we get inside and we see the brand new funny girl posters oh yeah michelle's face we We all decide we need it (laughs) we said this is going to be worth money someday i mean that's definitely no it's true it's gonna be worth more than the twenty dollars that we paid for it. I'm certain. I my frame oh, definitely my well, definitely my frame is coming for it tomorrow. Mine too. My frame. <laughs> bill. And then as we're online, mm-hmm. we hear a bald head walks <laughs> by. No, actually, it wasn't a bald head because he had a hat on. Yeah, True. he had a beanie. But like a, I don't like a phantom <laughs> a phantom in the night a phantom in the night scurry spells. none other than ryan murphy walks right past us yeah we it hear was, the whispering it was like incredibly ironic that ryan murphy was i mean 
for personal reasons because whenever me and Juliana go literally anywhere, we're like, we're always like Ryan Murphy's going to be here and we're going to fight him. And then we never see him. And then we did. We're always like tonight's the night. No, like fight Ryan Murphy. Yeah, we always (laughs) think that. We went to um, Provincetown and we were like, he has a house here or something. Every man we saw in the street, we thought, is that Ryan Murphy? We were like, that's Ryan Murphy. We're literally going to get into an altercation. But we actually saw him, like, and in real life. Like, he walked right past He us. was so close to us. It was very strange. And we didn't strange. have an altercation. No. Although, <laughs> if he knew the amount that I cyberbullied him in 2012. <laughs> there might have been an altercation. There been an altercation. <laughs> no, literally. That was crazy. He, Ryan Murphy, to me, is, like, like a spirit. Like, yes. not in a good way. Well, not, no, I don't want to say that. <laughs> like, he's just, like, he, you know what the word is? An anomaly. He's yeah. an anomaly. Yeah. He's, he's like an enigma. Yeah, an enigma. enigma. He's just like this being that exists and he's he's just so weird. He's created all these things and Yeah, like I He's a real person. He's Who like knew? A, I don't think I've like ever a, seen a picture of him. Really? Are you? No. I I mean, I oh, You didn't know what he looked like? No. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that I'm shocked. <laughs> no, this is what like when people were saying like nobody like like Euphoria is the only show where people like hate the creator bully the creator no. hate the show but are seated every week i'm like you were not in the trenches in the glee <laughs> fandom back in the day because that was the glee fan- like nobody liked ryan murphy like yeah. the way that people would like the the pure hatred <laughs> in people's hearts towards that man <laughs> because he broke up finchel clean and britanna in, in one, one episode, episode. <laughs> that is psychotic behavior to be honest <laughs> He really was just like playing with his little pawns. He was. He was but like, yeah, I'm going to make the cleaners cry today. Literally. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so he, he was there. That was jarring, to say the least. It was jarring. We walk into the theater immediately. We're on alert for celebs yeah for jonathan groff i started faking some celebs yeah becky Becky like was was starting rumors a lot of rumors she said kate hudson was there i'm so sorry multiple people kate hudson i told told people kate hudson was there i told people randomly fawn moscato from new girl was there it was (laughs) the people were fact-checking me though they were like knowing all all she's in italy yeah i was spreading light because here's the thing about me i think it I, I don't even think it. I just say it. Yeah. So I didn't think There's in no my filter. I didn't I didn't think in my brain, is that Kate Hudson? I said aloud. <laughs> that, that's Kate Hudson. And it was yeah. not. Drew Barrymore was in the audience. But though. the thing is I didn't see her. Drew Barrymore. I didn't either. I don't think I saw I, don't, I didn't see her either. But she was there are pictures of her. No, I know. I know there was I wish I, I had know, seen I know her. she was confirmed the, there, but the she in the governor mess? of New York State was there. Yeah, what the heck was that? Drew must have been in the mess. I, I don't know. No front mess. Front, no. front mess no is a good way. seat. It is no a good way. seat, but I like not for. Sale. I have to say, I've seen some TikTok. Like not to sound elitist, <laughs> as orchestra, um, we we hate the mezzanine. As no, we people who sat in the orchestra, but I feel that there was a very different energy in the mezzanine compared to the orchestra. Yeah, like from what I've seen orchestra of vi- was, videos. Um, I somebody today that I was speaking to about this referred to it as the Leah Michelle mosh pit. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we, we were moshing no, in the orchestra. No, it like actually no what honestly was, but the the mez like felt like it was more like like the the orchestra felt like it was like not to say this as like people who sat in the orchestra, but like it felt like it was like her family and friends in the no, orchestra. No, it, it really no. Did. And then we the had mez eyes felt them. like the public. <laughs> 
I always forget the mezzanine's there when I'm but, in the orchestra. Like, I, like from what I saw of the mezzanine, like it didn't seem like Drew Barrymore was it up looked, there. No, like no, I no, feel no. like Drew Barrymore was not sitting up there. Like it, I, I, I doubt. I don't. I'm sure she was like in she that in no. the, group of in, people that we just like didn't. So, so we'll just like we were okay. house left. Yes, in we were row, row M, M house L. left, and then the center of the orchestra, like a whole row in the center, was like probably like she had reserved because mm-hmm. it was like in that row right in the center was ryan murphy mm-hmm. jonathan Groff, jonathan Groff, john, john gallagher, gallagher jr, jr. her I, parents her, i think they were house right oh really i saw them sitting house right like yeah but in that when they were row, standing and talking right. they were okay. not right. in that center section yeah. okay and then like also in that i don't know i just it and then there was like jordan roth the, the producer jordan mm-hmm. roth was in like around there too towards and, the end of that row was Zachary Quinto, Quinto and, and Gideon Glick who, yeah, were, Gideon. who arrived together. He's literally married. I know, but I just <laughs> want to know why. I did not know that. We're supposed to be clearing the rumors. The, no, yeah. no. I, I'm, not, I'm not starting a rumor. I'm just stating facts. They were there together. And they it was weird together. to me that they like... Well, I what's interesting to me is that together. Zachary Quinto and Jonathan dated. Yeah, they're excellent. Yeah. a while. Yeah. So I was like, we got Gideon. And they and sat, and they did not. With they didn't. Point one, they didn't. They, they didn't intermingle. John Gallagher and no, Jonathan Groff. They didn't. At, from what we saw, but yeah, they yeah. could have. They could have went to the after party. Did Zachary win custody of Gideon? Did Zach? I thought you were going to say, did Zachary so win confused. the lottery for Funny Girl? <laughs> Maybe. Zachary quit. <laughs> he might have <laughs> a Funny Girl lottery and and brought Gideon like as his plus. Nothing spot. wrong with. Nothing a lottery a queen lottery winner um, so wait but we have to say so we're in the the audience mm-hmm. obviously like looking around to find celebrities everywhere yeah, and like, there were definitely also a lot of people there that we probably didn't notice michael meyer was also sitting near us like mm-hmm. in that center section and then we we nobody saw jonathan the whole time like yeah. the whole time mm-hmm. we were all like standing waiting for the show to start like nobody saw jonathan um but everybody like thought he would be there but mm-hmm. Nobody saw him. And then the lights go down. Jonathan runs. Sprints. Sprints. Jo- you know what he was giving? You know in Run, Joey, Run, when he's like yes! walking down the hallway and With he like looks like a bunny? Not moving. <laughs> like, he's like hopping like a bunny. Yes. That's, what he, that's how he was walking down the aisle of the August Wilson Theater. He made his delayed entrance. And he comes in. and With like, John Gallagher. With John Gallagher Jr. behind him. And they go and sit right next to Ryan Murphy. They like hug. Yeah, they're like standing. They're like the or- throwing the- it out in the, <laughs> the overtures playing. The overtures As the playing. overtures playing. It was literally the pre-show. They were the <laughs> yeah. openers. And they're just, yeah. literally they were just and standing there. You could like ev- I feel everyone's like, like at least around us. Jonathan. There's like a hush over the crowd. They're like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like everybody saw Jonathan yeah. enter. And um, I feel like everybody was like standing up and leaning over. Like, no, literally, yeah. I was like yeah. leaning for yeah. sure. I have a question for you guys. Do you think that that was better or worse? Like, what do you mean? That he came in after the lights went down? Like, do you think that drew more attention to I think himself? It was, I think it, it did. Like, then people, because then people knew where he was sitting. Yeah, yeah. True. But, like, I think if he was in there that whole time people waiting for the lights to, to go down, because, I mean, we'll just jump for this, but, like, at intermission, mm-hmm. there was a line of people to take mm-hmm. a picture with him and, like, mm-hmm. say hi to him. And he was... He seemed like he was being very like. I mean, he's literally. We can. He's so we sweet. Could I mean, yeah, to like that. He's met him. so like, freaking he's always, nice. He's been always nice, like to me as a fan, and like I think, like he was stopping and taking pictures. He with was people. like yeah. he was, but there was such a line at intermission that I know he would have been spotted. Yeah, and especially uh-huh. sitting next to Ryan, like everybody also, it seemed like could tell that was Ryan Murphy. I know a lot Somehow, of people like. I- 
I was kind of shocked that other people knew that that was that, that was Ryan Murphy. For it some was because reason. the Gleeks were. It was Leah's. Like, no, the Gleeks were out. They were out. The Gleeks were out. I, mean, I still what else think would you that expect? I was the biggest Gleek in the whole theater. Honestly, but. you were probably <laughs> probably. But, um, no, the Gleeks were out. So like they knew who Ryan Murphy was, but. I think if he was out there that whole time, like people would have been lined up to, I agree. to mm-hmm. talk to him and like take a picture. Yeah. And even at intermission, we didn't go up to him. No. Because we're professionals. We're but professionals. We, we want we want Jonathan on the pod one day. Like we're not doing yeah. that to him. Yeah. But also like he was full, <laughs> no, like his mom was that was his mom. Like oh, his it mom was? was there. Um That's crazy. And then like he was with like Leah's parents mm-hmm. and Reimer. They were like talking and like yeah. crying and hugging at yeah. intermission. He's weird to so see sweet. his best friend like, like open like, her show felt on like, Broadway. I it was it wrong. Like it felt weird. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And also like And I would never go up to Ryan Murphy. No. No. Like as much as I say I was, Because like, that man has it's like to fight him. It's like, like when you shoplift in a store and they have your their, your picture hanging up behind the cash <laughs> register, like Ryan Murphy has like your pro Twitter profile picture next to his laptop no literally you can't he has my lead twitter from 2012 we always want him to cast us and if we if we start something it's just not gonna happen there's no way like i (laughs) seeing that man i felt like i felt like (laughs) my insides crumble like i felt your fight or flight there was a chill in the air when that man walked by like (laughs) i I was scared and also it was like i feel like he like maybe this is just me projecting but like (laughs) He looked like a vampire or something. Like he was scary. Sinister. Like, he had a sinister vibe. Yeah, like I would never have gone up to Ryan Murphy anyway. So the fact that he was standing like the thought of asking Jonathan Groff for a picture <laughs> while Ryan Murphy stares into my That's soul. Humiliating, next to him, actually. Like I would I would disintegrate. Like yeah. I'd like I can't even imagine that. Like, no, what I just remember me out. I remembered that so at first when we got into the theater, um Ryan Murphy was like sitting alone. We were like, <laughs> Ryan Murphy's here alone. Like that's <laughs> so stupid. And then Jonathan Groff ran in. Came and sat right next to him. <laughs> literally it's like, right next John, it's like Ryan texted him like saved you a seat. Yes, literally Wait, speaking of the seating arrangements, we'd like to clear up a rumor that has been spreading that first of all, Leah Michelle reserved a seat for Corey Monty. <laughs> and second and that she reserved two seats for Cory Monteith and Naya Rivera. Um, neither of which are true. Neither of those, unless unless I mean, they were back of house, like know, we like, did not have eyes. Were, because it's not that people were just saying that. They were like, Leah saved a seat in between Jonathan Groff and yeah. her husband for Cory Monteith. Yeah. First of all, they I mean, didn't not sit next to each other. They weren't even sitting next no, to each other. they weren't. Um, and also, like... Also, John Gallagher Jr. was right next to He was to right Jonathan next Groff, to Jonathan. And Ryan Murphy was on his other side, yeah. so there was no empty There's, seat. That wasn't happening. There were no People empty seats. People just say that because on Glee, like, let's yeah. just say where that came from. Like, on Glee, when Rachel was in Funny Girl on Broadway, that was, like, a thing that she did. Like, she was talking to Mr. Shu before the show, and she was like, uh, and he was like, Finn would be so proud of you. And she was like, I saved him a seat or whatever. Like, I bought him a seat tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I know it's stupid or whatever. But then... And then while she's singing one of the songs, it like cuts to an empty seat in the audience. And it's honestly like, that's like, that's a, that could make me cry. Like, yeah. right now. <laughs> like, and like, I don't know. I just feel like people get so insensitive mm. with that stuff with mm-hmm. her. And like, I don't know, even at the stage door, like we were talking about this, but people were like loudly talking about like both. Like I heard people being like, Talking about like the tattoos that she yeah. has for him or whatever, like loudly at the. Stage I heard door. somebody say she's married again. She's over it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then I are also, you kidding? Like people at the stage door were like talking loudly about 
Naya Rivera uh, drowning. No, like yeah. in depth. It was like, so going intense. In depth. And I'm like, you know, like she's literally behind that door. Like, I know. And she's a real person. And like she like like those are people she like knows she very well. Oh. Like like I don't know. Like, yeah. I just, but it's not like just the way that people are like I don't know people are so yeah and then and then that rumor that rumor spread like that she saved a seat for Naya and people were like as if Naya would even go if she was alive and it's like oh my god you really like you really don't know these people at all you don't know these people at all it's like so weird Mm -hmm. it is weird people I mean this is with all celebrities but they really just like write these narratives I know people like make shit up it's so headcanon of them it's so headcanon like you can headcanon have as many headcanons as you want but like first of all keep them in your head (laughs) second of all (laughs) it's called headcanon if you're gonna say it out loud like don't make it be headcanons about real people like yeah. this. Like, and don't say it at the stage door when she's literally there. Like, yeah. and this like so this weird. goes for like, every, like all people. Yeah. Like that's so that could be so detrimental. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. know to I mean, a, I don't know. Like, I, like truly, like if you look at any post on Leah Michelle's Instagram, there's like a million comments. Like, did you forget about Corey or like? Like, Corey would be oh so God. proud. I'm no, like, it's too much. You to tell her that. I'm like, yeah. she can like deal with that on her own. So let's go back okay. into the theater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> back into the theater. So the overture's playing. Everybody's amped up. Yeah, it was like the energy was insane. The energy was I've, dra- like I've it, never felt anything like that. No, the only, I truly feel like the only thing that was comparable was the spring, spring awakening reunion, reunion, but it was still different. I. The Spring Awakening reunion, like, had a more, like, somber energy yeah, to it. Yeah, I agree. Funny Girl was just, like, It crazed. was Like, out. everybody like, was on their worst behavior. Yeah. And it was crazy. So, so I the would over- say... Wait, the, sorry. I would say probably the only thing that's comparable, not that I was there, was, like, when there was the smash... Like, con- like the they did the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's, I like... I know what you're talking about, but I didn't... How do you even know that if you weren't there? No, I... I would only say that it may have been comparable because it's just like that's something that people stand really hard and it was fiction becoming reality. Yeah, but like people yeah. did, like I stand smash too, but like I like I don't feel like it was to the degree of like No, people didn't the deranged energy well, because yeah. I think like Glee is pretty deranged. Yeah, the like Gleeks are deranged. Glee is deranged. <laughs> the Gleeks are deranged and that audience was made up of strictly the most deranged of the, the most deranged of the deranged <laughs> leaks were in that audience like <laughs> plus ryan murphy himself yeah like it like just, <laughs> just it was a recipe for insanity ins- yeah like deranged behavior like there's yeah. no other way so to the say overture is playing it's like that like anticipation is really building mm-hmm. and then if you have seen the show at all you know that it starts like um there's like the scrim in front of the stage so you can see behind and the way the lighting comes mm-hmm. on is like you see fanny like mm-hmm. starting to walk out the second she like appeared on stage there was like a standing, standing ovation. ovation immediately yeah she, she, hadn't, she, she hadn't done a she thing she didn't utter a word no everyone was she didn't, do, she didn't do anything she then. walked on the stage she, and she like barely even walked a step <laughs> and i mean there were a ton of standing ovations and it was like yeah like jonathan groff was like <laughs> he was he did, he leaping st- up <laughs> but i like i feel like that there was also like this one random person yeah and, and the there front was row. that was giving was solo gi- standing <laughs> yeah. he was like, alone he, like he was truly giving a standing ovation every like five minutes yeah like, which that's so 
every number i was, <laughs> yeah. I was like makes, i'm tired that I makes did, the show last longer I, yeah. I did understand wanting to like spread the wealth like there were a couple times you stood up for people that weren't leah and i was like that's nice of you yeah. but you're not gonna start a movement right now yeah no, no one else is gonna stand up so standing ovation immediately she sits down to say hello gorgeous i'm not gonna lie i, I didn't even i didn't hear, hear her I say hello gorgeous i, I might have heard just i feel like it died down a little bit and she started to say hello gorgeous and everyone and was like the ah! second she like breathed the h sound Whale eruption, Eru- like what? Like truly? Like people, I've never seen anything like no. that. Water broke. In that <laughs> no, literally, you would have thought. Like the blood pressure in that theater must have been so high. Like I can't even express. Like it was so insane, and I, like I couldn't even hear her say "Hello, gorgeous." Pretty much because no, yeah, I heard the just yeah, I like, heard the end of yeah, her. I like saw her mouth it. Like, I could tell she was saying that, but I couldn't hear yeah. anything because people I, were... Yeah. So I used my context clues. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, knew, I knew she had said it. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Like, I understood. <laughs> yeah. And then, then she goes on with the show. Yeah. People are standing. There's, like, f- many standing ovations. There's a total of six. There's three in the first act, three in the second act. Well, really? I, I think believe. there were four. Kind of, mm. Well, in le- I don't know. Some people were not counting. Um, the one where she, she, The Monte Carlo one? No, that was in the second act. But oh. some people were not counting the one, like, I guess, like, I think it might have been different if you were sitting in the mezzanine. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I think, I feel like she had a standing ovation after people, right? Yeah. But some people did. said there wasn't one. Oh, so maybe it was just the orchestra stood. Yeah. But yeah, she definitely w- did in the orchestra. I, like, I definitely remember standing after that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, and- like, Oh, go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, so that the first standing ovation was right at the beginning. Then I'm the greatest star had a standing ovation. Yeah. And it was like people in the audience were like, it was like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say like the, like it was like a shady like thing, but like it did feel a little bit like every time she said a line that was like, I'm the one, like something yeah, to like, that effect. People were screaming like, and it was like, it felt like. Not that people were doing it as like a dig to Beanie, but yeah. like if I was Beanie, I, I happened to be at Lee Michelle's opening night. I would, <laughs> I would take it personally. I would be, I would in, be first of all, I'd be on the opposite side of the country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like because it it was very much like the audience was like finally, it, 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 yeah, it like, felt like relief. Yeah, the it did like, feel that way. Fine, like, and when she, when she would start singing, it was like people were like, it was like a revelation, a breath, like a, a breath of like, relief. Honestly, like. That's that is like the sense. I, I don't mm-hmm. know about you guys, but like no, I all, definitely I felt that way, yeah, especially when it, she said like I'm the greatest. Star. Like every time mm-hmm. she said anything, that was that, like to that yeah. effect. The people next to me had mentioned like I I was just eavesdropping, and they had mentioned it was their ninth time seeing the show. <gasps> Holy yeah! And so the uh, I was trying to like observe their behaviors. They well, they seemed annoyed at the constant applause. <laughs> Like, what did you expect honestly i expected well it, it was to be like, like the that. random applause like while she's in the middle of singing and then you can't hear it like that's when yeah, they because were like it, it was almost like a concert at some point no it, like, it really like, did feel like a concert like hollering at like the most random thing they were but i feel like i kind of expected that and maybe yeah, I, I did, did because of the spring awakening reunion because people were doing things but like I, that. Also, I wasn't there for that but i still expected mm-hmm. it i feel like i expected it because i feel like since broadway's reopened post-pandemic it's been so much more like that it has been rowdy like yeah, i don't think it's it's been much rowdier than I remember it before the pandemic. I agree. And, and I think also it like it's a different energy for for openings and stuff like oh, like for, for definitely. like for that in particular I think people like they wanted 
you know, to like give a reaction and be supportive. Also, like she's a celebrity. Like mm-hmm. she's not like a Broadway. Like she is, but like m- I, I feel like most people. I don't know. There was definitely a mix of the crowd. Like I was joking that like the crowd was either like middle aged men from the Broadway World message boards or like gleek, like twenty something year old gleeks. Yeah, and um, oh, but that's not a joke. That's real life. Yeah, yeah no, no, it's it really true. was, real and life. like I think that like if you're the forty year old, but. I don't know. If you're Those the forty-year-old from the Broadway World message boards, Ryan Murphy, <laughs> like <laughs> those men, though, like were also rowdy. But I just feel like it's a no, different crowd when it's like somebody who's famous from like TV or definitely. Whatever. And not that I mean, she is more famous from TV than she is. Mm-hmm. Like more people know her from Glee than know her from mm-hmm. Broadway. Like people know. I don't know. Like she's like a like a celeb. Like she's not yeah. just like a fa- a Broadway famous person. So I think that that energy is different usually mm-hmm. too. Definitely. And um yeah, but it was ra- like it was rowdy. And well, like just to continue like going like I know the standing ovations like got a lot of like made a lot of noise on Twitter. So mm-hmm. just to like I guess continue with that. Like then the next one was Don't Rain on My Parade, but like th- when so if you've seen the show again, like it starts like she has dialogue and then mm-hmm. you hear the music come in in the background and it's like she's speaking and then it's like dum 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 like mm-hmm. in the background yeah somebody like next to us <laughs> the second the music starts like like i mean it wasn't so loud like it was like a, it was not it a was, scream it but was it was like, a, she, it was she was declaration it was like a a bit of yell and she grabbed onto the seat and shook the whole row <laughs> yeah yeah the and the whole row shook and she's like she screams she's like let's go <laughs> and it's like like in that like the energy when she was doing don't run away prayer it was is, crazy it was, that Not, was the that most was, cracked out no definitely hysterically crying <laughs> like i was shaking i don't know if you guys could see no i did well see because it. i'm sure you were also watching her i literally <laughs> no i did catch a glimpse <laughs> i was open mouth open mouth sobbing in the rope by myself it just really <laughs> plays into people's nostalgia. Like, oh, yeah. I, more no, than really anything. Like, it was the moment we I were waiting for. I was transported. No, I, re- I was too. And I, like, I think anybody who was young and watched mm. that on Glee would feel the exact same way. And yeah. like seeing that in real life, especially her first time doing it. Yeah. I also like, I always also say that like, I really feel like that performance is what Pugly on the map. Yeah. yeah. Made people like really take it seriously. Like, I don't think people who watch today like uh, know. I mean, like they weren't there, there and they weren't in the trenches. Like they don't know the history. But like, like when that dropped, like that was like a game changer. Mm-hmm. Like that shoot that. That's the episode she submitted like for Emmys. Like that's what got her nominated for Emmys. Yeah. Like that's what like that's like that was so critically acclaimed. Like people don't even like realize today mm-hmm. how like much that changed yeah. the game. And that like that performance too like how crazy is it that like 12 year olds were singing don't rain on my parade like a song from a 60s musical yeah Yeah. and like that like that proved too like that song really proved the impact that glee would have on the music industry Mm, i think like which was huge and it proved the impact it would have on the arts like Mm -hmm. and the arts for young people in Mm -hmm. schools like that was a game changer like i yeah. nothing can change my mind about that like mm-hmm. no matter like how you know trends come and go with glee and like people like to make fun of it now on tiktok a lot and like whatever like say rachel's just like an annoying girl but like 
that that performance song. on Glee was such a moment in pop culture. And people are saying that now, like even people our age who watched Glee, like they they're saying things and like making fun of it and stuff like that, which there is a lot to make fun of on Glee. But it's I like, admit. I think that's the one like moment people earnestly get behind. Oh yeah. You know? And even though they're saying that now, like I'm sure of themselves that like a y- the young age at whatever age they were watching Lee, like were impacted by that. Yeah. Even though they're saying this, like yeah. the stuff now, like that truly, like that performance on Glee is like the reason Funny Girl became like so like popular in yeah, the mainstream again. Definitely, like, it's the, just the truth. Like it always was. Hu- like people obviously like it was huge for Barbara. Like it. I, like it had like it had it's a lot of fans without glee too obviously yeah like, we know that. but i don't think it would have spanned generations no. the, way the way that it, it has no. no way there would never have been a funny girl revival i don't know glee. that there so. would have been a funny girl revival and, without glee either. and i'll speak as as some i have never seen the movie i really i'll admit it yeah i've i've actually never seen oh, the movie you watch it. i know i i will now but um <laughs> i like that are saying things like we don't need to see Leah Michelle do the same thing she did on Glee, but like to watch it within the context of the show. Cause like I, I didn't know it was coming in that moment until like we heard the music and somebody screamed, let's fucking go. <laughs> like, I, I didn't know that that was the moment that it happened. Like it felt so fresh. Cause it, I mean, it's a different arrangement than what's on Glee. And like the, the way that she was like playing it mm-hmm. is like, you know, it's not a girl in a show choir, show choir performance. Like, it, yeah. I don't think it felt anything like Glee. it felt I don't nothing think it like did Glee, either, and it was so fresh. And she played it with such like a ferocity. Like she, I, I, I mean, everybody, we, we've all seen the clips. Like, what, what is that? Yeah, we've, we've all seen, seen the, the videos. <laughs> she looks gorgeous. <laughs> like, no, we've all seen the five million bootlegs. That, yeah, like, yeah, that's um, like, the, the ushers. Know, like, <laughs> no, literally, I don't know. The what, ushers like, were the sleeping. Ushers were, yeah, they were. I don't just know distract- how they were distracted. Yeah, right. yeah, they were distracted. Um, I I did see somebody. Maybe it was different energy in the orchestra because I did see somebody get like told to put their phone away in the orchestra. <laughs> so maybe they just weren't up there for the for the masses and the mess. No, the masses and the mess were bootlegging. They were booting. There's so many bootlegs in the house down. Down. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, like to see it to see it live, like so for me, I was like hit with a wave of emotion because I was like, it's happening. In the context of the show, it's really emotional. The way she was playing it, I was mm-hmm. like, this is like, you know when you can just like feel like, like that was her moment. I could cry right now. <laughs> oh my God. That, that like, that really that was, was her moment. Yeah, her it was. moment. Well, she, and like, you can see it in the bootlegs. Like, you can you see can, it in her yeah. like, She had a lot to prove right there because yeah, that's what did. people are comparing. Like, yeah. Yep. Even if they didn't watch past like that season of Glee, they know that song. Like, yeah. sure, Leah sings many funny girl songs yeah. like in season five. Yeah, but who has like how many people? No, have exa- really watched exactly. Glee season five? No, literally. But <laughs> well, I have, but <laughs> not but, that many others. No, and but like they've seen that. Yeah, like that's what people know Leah Michelle mm-hmm. for. Yeah, in but Glee. It, felt, it felt fresh. It felt it, different. She's, it really did. It felt yeah. very She's different. A grown woman now, and yeah. she was. And she was given. She did. She like I had a maturity. A, to I have her. a couple of things to say about this. I yes. guess we're like getting into like reviewing it. Now. Yeah. But like, uh, okay. Two things about like what you just said, Becky. Number one, something. Also, I don't know if you've heard Fiona. And I, you probably have. But like, something Fiona and I also always say, and we don't just say it about Leah Michelle, but we say often when we watch things, we say like they're giving Leah Michelle school of acting. <laughs> 
Can I say something? I know what you're going to say. Leah Michelle last night was not giving Leah Michelle school of She acting. wasn't. She was like. I don't know what she's giving. Because <laughs> I think when we say Leah Michelle school of acting, we just mean Rachel Berry. Mm. No, we do. Well, no, because I th- I think I think we mean Spring Awakening too sometimes. Sometimes we do mean Spring Awakening. It was, I'll, I'll say it was not the performance I was expecting at all. It was not. Yeah. The, like, tr- like, I'm also someone who like, I like, I really hate when she like. I love when she sang, like, obviously, like, I've talked about it a million times. Like, I love when she sings Don't Run in My Parade. I loved when she sang My Man. Like, those are my mm-hmm. top two Rachel Berry solos. I did not like when she sang I'm the Greatest Star on Glee. Like, I never I streamed that. that today. I, I don't like when she like does it. You Are Woman, I Am Man on Glee. Like, I also don't really love when she does People on Glee, although I think she sounds good. But, like, uh, her performance was so different than what it was when she was Rachel Berry playing Fanny Bryce, which I think, like, mm-hmm. people are not, like... People think it's yeah. just going to be like Leah Michelle as Rachel Berry playing Fanny Bryce, but it really wasn't giving well, that. I think in it general, had people have like a hard time to, they differentiating her, like from, her Rachel from Rachel Berry. Like people just think she's Rachel Berry. Yeah, because mm-hmm. of like the way like people think she's yeah. a bully or she's acted like that towards yeah. people. So, yeah. But like, so when, when, when we say like Leah Michelle School of Acting, like, you know what we like mean. you know what you know when mean. she it's like, like how every theater girl the around tears, our age the- like acted for a long time and <laughs> because they were copying if her. you could see my face i was like trying to really channel it when she yeah. squeezes her eyes yeah 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 really yeah like, <laughs> and she yeah. does that mama. thing with her mouth it's like mama we like we all <laughs> i know leah michelle school of acting because i went to the leah michelle school <laughs> of acting <laughs> people I, I, I was certified i graduated <laughs> yeah i like i have a full degree like <laughs> But she really wasn't giving, and she also wasn't giving that in the Spring Awakening reunion. She wasn't, and we've talked about that. Yeah, like we're like, not going to revisit it. But, no, but all I'm going to wa- say like, is that she, she hasn't been giving Liam she Michelle had, like, of acting lately. Such a mature, like really, just like she seems mature. She yeah. seems like mm-hmm. a grown so, woman. So that's one thing I had to say. No, that was a really another good point. thing. Like you mentioned, like the ferocity, like that's something. Like again, like I don't want to just drag Beanie into this like constantly, but we did see her, so we can compare yeah. some things. But like. Something that I think was really good about Leah's performance that I did not get from Beanie is like is that like scrappiness, like that mm-hmm. like ambition and that like the grit. The grit. You know what? The grit I I must say. Yeah. She did have grit. I was actually thinking following the New York reading the New York Times article going into this as we were watching Funny Girl, I think a lot of people were like well, she's not like she doesn't have the energy for Fanny Bryce, whatever. But I don't understand. Like, have I, you seen her well, monologue before Halo walking on sunshine? Magic? <laughs> like, well, well, I was thinking was like, as we're watching the story unfold, like. Leah Michelle, like Fanny Bryce, she's like she doesn't she comes from her. Her mom owns a saloon. Leah Michelle's dad owns a deli. <laughs> she like she, she like. Her, she fights to go and get like Fanny Bryce like oop, she fights her way onto that stage like she goes and she like makes her case Leah Michelle was not supposed to go to the Lily Miss audition she made her mom bring her with another kid from the neighborhood like I was just like <laughs> thinking about that as we're watching it I was like people are saying she's not Fanny Bryce but she, like not she that she showed is, up to her but- Glee audition pulling glass out of her hair because <laughs> she as we've as everybody's heard a million times because she tells that story all the time but she crashed her car outside of her Glee audition, was literally putting glass onto the table in front of Ryan Murphy. And Ryan Murphy would like that. And he gives us vibes. And 
They told her she could go home and she said, no, I'm getting the part of Rachel Berry today. And she did. She <laughs> Yeah, like, did. I have to, I have to say, like, I feel like I, I could sort of, I, I could see the parallels, like, as I was watching it and I could see how it would be cathartic for her to be, you know, doing all that. Well, I also was going to say that, like, I think something that I think that they did well, or like, I don't, as much as like her voice is like this beautiful voice and like whatever, like she's not like an ingenue in my eyes. Like she is, but like she is in the way that I think Barbara Streisand is in Funny Girl, Mm -hmm. which is like, she's not, and I don't know, because people have this issue. They're like, she's too like classically pretty to be Fanny Bryce, but she looks like Barbara Streisand. Like she has like a similar look to I feel like that's interesting because like in Glee times. People never said that about her. Like people said she was, ugly like yeah. like and now and now all of a sudden like, the that. tides have, but that's not even like the point it's like i think of her as as like scrappy and like mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. like annoying like that's part of like her her appeal i think and that's yeah. part of what made her so like that's part of what drew people to her when she was ugly at first and i think like part of what maybe hasn't aged so well about like rachel barry as a character is that like when she came onto the scene as Rachel Berry, like she was unapologetic. Mm-hmm. She was annoying. She was loud. Like she was not a typical like ingenue girl. Mm-hmm. And but like she, and she owned that. And she owned that. And like that's what we, that's what was endearing about her is that like because a lot of girls I think like can relate to that yeah. in a sense that like they're not no girl in real life really is like the typical like female lead Mm -hmm. and I think like they leaned into that in a real like she is like this is like what was what I liked about her as Rachel Berry and like this is what I think she like does best even in her like acting is like she was like what you were saying like she like it like it's that ambition it's that like Mm -hmm. drive behind her that is very believable it's like that's what makes it so good when she sings Dorman and Parade on the show it's like it's literally that meme that's like she was broke, no money, like on her last, like whatever, and like she, she came to out pay here, the bills, like she needed to pay the bills. Leah like, Michelle had rent due that night. Like, yeah, she really did. And though. that's like that's also like when she sang that on Glee, like that's the the vibe that you get mm-hmm. from it, and it's like that is like inspiring. Like I don't know, that's like exciting, mm-hmm. and it's so refresh. Like at the time when Glee came out, like there was no other like female lead like that in a high school show and yeah. like i'm i'm sure we're gonna do the episode and i'm gonna have to like talk about this again so i'm Bro. like not gonna get too into like <laughs> glee stuff but like yeah i think that she brought that like that's mm-hmm. just like i think her persona like i think she brought that to fanny bryce in a way yeah. that i like didn't get from beanie and that i think is necessary in that role because you like i'm sorry i'm like going off no now, but, but you're like, you're y- spitting facts you the thing about fanny bryce and like that you get from barbara and that you I think get from Leah Michelle too is that like when you when she sings I'm the greatest star like you as the audience have to have no doubt in your mind that she's the greatest star and it's like no matter what happens like she is the great like that's the whole drive behind the show and it's also like I'm like trying to get deep into like analyzing funny girl right now because like that song isn't even like her I want song to me because that's that song is her like 
just saying what she currently mm-hmm. is. Yeah. She's like, she's like, like it. It's your like um, oh my god, what's the word? Ex- exposure? No, that's not the word I'm looking for. It's like the exposition. Exposition. It's the exposition. <laughs> it's your it's your I'm exposition to who Fanny who Fanny is. Um. Yeah, you have to believe that. That she's, she's the greatest star. Yeah, because honest, she has to, be to believe that she's yeah. the greatest star. Yeah, because that's not the whole. She's never in doubt once in the show that she's the greatest star. She's only in doubt about if she's pretty. Yeah, and if yeah. like she ever is going to be loved. This is what I have to say. And like again, we're not trying to drag Beanie. Like I'm not at all. But we've said this in the last episode. But I feel like it's important to say mm-hmm. again. So since Beanie wasn't as comfortable like singing the role, it was hard for her to deliver that she was the greatest star and like it felt like she didn't believe it Mm -hmm. so it's like as an audience member how like how are you supposed to believe her yeah it's like okay not and like like, i'm not like that i'm not trying to no it's the truth and i i just have to like reference a quote from glee right now i'm so sorry you have to i have to but do you know like (laughs) there's you know the episode where Okay, there's like that episode where Rachel figures out who her mom, or like when she hears when she does the "I dream to dream" whatever dream on. Yeah. Episode. Um, and she's <laughs> talking that. to Jesse actually, and Jesse's like, "What's your dream?" Like, because that's <laughs> that's what they're talking about. Yeah. Episode. Like, what's your dream? Obviously, mm-hmm. they're talking about that. Like, that's like the most glee thing ever. But like, she's like, "Oh, obviously, it's to be a star." And Jesse says to her, "He's like." you being a star isn't a dream. It's an inevitability. Like, tell me mm-hmm. what your true dream is. And she says, finding her mom. Mm-hmm. And that, like, I just, I honestly feel like we could do a whole episode about the parallels between <laughs> Rachel Berry and Fanny Bryce, because I have a lot to say about that <laughs> topic. And I'm probably the only person in the world besides Ryan Murphy who has that much to say about that topic. But <laughs> I, we have to get Ryan Murphy on the paper. Pod. But truly, like I could see that even like being inspired by funny mm. girl, because mm-hmm. that's the case in funny girl too. like Fanny Bryce as she's played in the musical and not in real life, like I don't know about in real life, but her struggle is never about if she's the greatest star or not, or if she's talented, like that's just a given her real struggle is if she um, is like, is if she's only ever going to be seen as like the, the, facade of herself or like as the performer Mm -hmm. as opposed to a real person who's beautiful Mm -hmm. and like she doesn't feel beautiful and she thinks that's the only way people will love her so she overcompensates Mm -hmm. by being funny yeah and so when she sings people like people who need people are the luckiest people in the world and talks about like wanting love that's her real i want song to me Mm -hmm. like that her her saying i'm the greatest star she never even says like i want to be the greatest star no like she is i am the greatest star even if people don't know yeah like i am Mm -hmm. and similarly rachel berry like that's not what's interesting about rachel is not her desire to be a star like because that's just like she just sees herself that way and that's like just treated as an inevitable inevitability but what's interesting about her as a character is like her insecurity which is mm-hmm. connected to the whole thing with her mom yeah. so we'll get back to that yeah sure fanny episode, never like fanny's struggle is never her fame i feel like you could tell how hard she had worked oh mm-hmm. yeah like, definitely. definitely even like the day like 
people always like make fun of the fact that like uncle you can never like see her in group numbers because <laughs> she wasn't doing the dance because she didn't want to learn it like people <laughs> it's it's low-key giving me and i was my, gonna like, say that's musicals. giving me and <laughs> sorry um, but like she really like didn't dance much on glee like but she danced a lot and like mm-hmm. she was good yeah she I, did like, a great she job was she actually what like i was actually shocked by that because i i could i like i don't know people just always say like oh she was so lazy with the dancing on glee because she just always sang the lead and like didn't care to learn the dance <laughs> and like maybe that's true on glee but it definitely wasn't true in front of no, you. Like, she did she dance. Was, like, she was having a blast. Really good. And, like, yeah. I just feel like you could tell, like, she had put a lot of thought mm-hmm. into the oh, character. Yeah. And, like... And she was having fun doing and it. She really made it her own, too. Yeah. She honestly did. And I did. I wasn't getting, like, that, like, Barbara. I wasn't getting like, Barbara. She, I wasn't give. She was not giving Barbara and Or Rachel Berry. Or Rachel Berry. Um, I think that we should talk about Tova. Oh, we definitely should. Tova. <laughs> so Tova Felcha <laughs> took over the role of Mrs. Bryce, previously played by Jade Lynch. Mm-hmm. And let me just say, she, <laughs> she yeah. was amazing. People are like giving a lot. I mean, obviously, like most of the, the attention has been on Leah, but like, and Beanie, but mm-hmm. like we've said before too that we think Jane Lynch was miscast as well. Mm-hmm. And like, it was. It's insane to me that this wasn't the original cast because it really, really is. She was like perfect. She was amazing. Like, it fe- it just like it felt like how it was supposed to be. Like it was coming across so natural. It was yeah. like it felt like like it felt like if I went and talked to Tova Felcha after the show that she would still be that person. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, she was like so comfortable yeah. in the role. She I, was perfect. I I feel like Jane Lynch like. It literally just felt like, it was like Jane awkward. Lynch doing any other role. Like it literally was yeah. like Sue Sylvester like was doing Jane this like, role. I feel like Tova was so tender in the moments that it was necessary. No, oh, she would, was had dimension. Yeah. Did Jane give that? No, not really. She really didn't. Did. Like Jane Lynch is funny. Like of course she's funny. She has a funny delivery. Like yeah. like the way she speaks. Like she has a funny delivery yeah. with things. I didn't. So I people did laugh at her jokes. But I, like of I, course. I don't know that I laughed once at Jane Lynch's performance. And I was talking about in general. People. Were I know, <laughs> but I'm just saying me personally. I didn't. <laughs> no, find but it funny. Tova was the like moments that stick with me with Tova were her were her like more emotional moments. I think that's something that people don't get a lot about the show, which we said also last time, is that like people hear that it's called Funny Girl and like clearly don't know anything about it, I guess, or because they're <laughs> like, Ugh, like it's a she needs to be a comedian. I'm like, no, she needs to. You need be depth. A, you need range. Mm-hmm. Like both, honestly, both of those roles, like Mrs. Yes. Bryce and Fanny, like it's they're so dynamic mm-hmm. in that. Like first of all many years pass in the show which is like often yeah. overlooked. like i mean it's not often overlooked like people said that and they, they say Beanie it like in, in the script too. and they do They're like i haven't too. seen him in 10 years yeah like yeah. a lot of years pass in the show and like whoever's playing fanny and whoever's playing mrs bryce have to really go on like a journey together and we mm. see them from the beginning being like you know whatever like, like in, she's like a young Brooklyn, little star whatever. and then it like the way that like she grow both of them honestly but like i mean it follows fanny but like the way that her relationship with her mother then changes throughout Mm -hmm. it like Mm -hmm. it's very dynamic and i think like i really think both of them like really nailed that and i I don't know that maybe it's like because like i don't know now like like i don't know like i 
I just like I got that growth a lot more and like people like a lot of people feel that the second act of the musical really drags which it Mm -hmm. does honestly and it still does kind of like it's just like the writing um but I really like got it a lot more me too I think that the story was like painted so much better it was so much more clear I think all of the relationships were a lot more clear and I think that's because the chemistry was so strong, like yeah. especially between Leah and Tova. Like yeah. I, it really just—it uh, was very. Really she was very motherly as like yeah. a mother daughter. Yeah, duo, like they I had felt. such a good dynamic. Even with Ramin and Leah, I felt that oh, their yeah. chemistry chemistry was far stronger than Beanie and Ramin. I mean, maybe that has to do with even like the age difference between Beanie and I don't know. I don't know why that is. She's she's in her twenties, right? But she's like oh, she's like twenty nine. Oh. Well, okay. No, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I don't know. Leah and Ramin's chemistry was. Yeah, they were like. Let's just say it was very spicy, and I also it felt like they kissed a lot they more a lot. than like, Beanie and Ramin did. Me neither. There's, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I think that things just stood out a lot more this time around. But you know, yeah. maybe that's because I saw it twice. But I yeah. don't know if that's true. I think chemistry can really like change a story. It can make or break a story. I think it overall, story like in general. in general, and maybe it was because it was a few actors opening nights, but the energy of the cast as a oh, whole, was like, I felt was a, was lot, a lot higher. higher. Ramin broke character. We, yeah, I'd be remiss laughed. if I didn't mention Wait, that. He was like laughing so hard. He yeah. was cracking up, pouring, pouring Leah a drink in the scene right before. What even, like, why was he even crying? I have no like, clue. I don't know if like some, maybe something like, maybe something like minor like like something something that we couldn't see like he just something happened and he started hysterically laughing well i was laughing so hard like in that scene like honestly like okay a lot of reference this is the scene right before you are a woman you are a woman i am man okay a lot of people like before this were saying like yeah i'm sure leah will kill the songs but is she funny like that was like the main thing that people were saying Mm -hmm. and first of all we've talked about this last time but like I, she is like very funny like she was always funny on glee she mm-hmm. was so mm-hmm. funny on scream queens but i forgot about scream queens <laughs> everyone always forgets about yes scream queens. i love um, i stand that show but um, anyway but she was ve- she was very funny like i have to say like her timing I was, was so up. good yeah she had really great comedic timing it was like these little things that would just get me like for example in that scene like when he has that egg out and he like took so long to like set it up and it was like this really expensive like egg like whatever it's like marble egg and she like she walks in and she just like immediately like grabs it and, and she like threw it up in the air, air. <laughs> like oh look at this egg. Like, that was I, funny i mean I'm, I'm not gonna like deliver it like she did but she just like threw the egg in the air and it, like it he was, caught it out of the he, air like, caught it because he was like but like that was obviously like part of the show i don't i feel like that might be in the movie like i don't know if that like bit is like in the like every version of it i don't remember it did look like he almost missed catching it and somebody said night two he almost dropped it well somebody said night two he like they shattered it and then she shattered shattered a glass glass and like but people were like they stayed in character perfectly like it was so funny like everybody's i wish i could have seen that i know but i love a little mess up unfortunately i'm gonna have to buy tickets for this weekend or something (laughs) not this weekend no we're no this weekend sold out i already i've been checking (laughs) it i've been checking like three thousand dollars it's so expensive still like the show's coming up but i 
like it, there were a lot of like little things that she did that were just like so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had me laughing. She had me. She had me in stitches, as uh, they I, say I, in the song "Funny Girl." <laughs> <laughs> did have me um, in stitches. Like I, I keep saying, like she did that rat, rat tat tat. Yeah. Like, how it, many tats? You know are what? In it? I was really nervous for that. I was really scared. I was gonna have a lot of secondhand embarrassment. No, I, I was like, was, that's the one thing I don't know. I was really, tell. I was cringe. I was like before, not, not yeah. watching it. Like before I was like bracing myself. I was, Me like, too. When I was the, like, when they were, the little tin men were like her. tapping. I was like nervous. I was like, I don't feel this is her See, strong suit. Like, you know what? Like this. She, she actually, well. she actually it. did. And she ate. And so a couple of things in that number, like I was, I keep bringing this up, but I don't think anyone thought this was as funny as I did. But when she was tapping, which she famously like, didn't tap before this show um not not famously i don't know <laughs> well she like, learned she learned she it. learned how to tap like for they this said show that she didn't do article. that like complex tapping no. like but she was fine like she was no, she it. did very basic tap. yeah but she was like selling it she I was think. and i thought it was so like while she was doing the tap at one point she was like but she didn't know i could do this and i i don't know why like the way she said that just like yeah. sent me and i was like everybody was like i did Whoa! it <laughs> Like, no, but I'm glad you could no. do it. My favorite part of that number was when her mustache. Yeah, was, that's the other. She has like a fake mustache, off. and it was falling off. It was falling like off. the whole time. But she was like sticking it all over her face. And then like, she stuck point, it on her cheek. And then she stuck and then it on her forehead. She just like threw it in the pit. Like, and she, she was like, "This is like, for you." Yeah, and it was so. <laughs> it funny. was funny. She had like funny little ad libs like here yeah, and there. Yeah, like the, I, I, that was the one where I was like, "I'm gonna have secondhand embarrassment when she's." No, me too. I was like, I was like, I don't think she can do this. And, and she really she really did a great job like she, that had no, me laughing I was shocked by that because that that, so that number I also thought was Beanie's best yeah I and agree I was like well because it's like that's kind of her humor I, f- yeah, I feel like, like it was Beanie. like yeah it's the and probably it's the like, most like put on comedic part of the whole yeah, show and it's like it's not in the movie mm-hmm. um but it's in the like stage version um so it's not something that people are that familiar with yeah but it's like I don't know. It just like was so like something really. I don't know. Like I really was nervous for that because I I I feel like Beanie strong suits are like, and I don't mean like comedy in general, but like I feel like the things that Beanie excelled at are like the things that I was like, I think those are going to be Leah's mm-hmm. weakest mm-hmm. things. But like she del- she delivered. She so. really did. Like she really did. And just in general, like she was very funny. I thought like there was one part where. She was like practicing. Oh wait, when her and um, Ramin kissed for the first time, I, why did I forget his character's name? Arnstein. And they kissed <laughs> for the first time, and like they're like they have this like steamy makeout, and then he like walks away, and she, like or like he like breaks away from her, and she like does a time step. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have to say that had me rolling. That like, was funny. That was a relatable moment. I don't know about you girls. Yeah, like, to do a time step? <laughs> Not to do a time step, but to like to have like a moment with a man and then feel awkward after and just like jazz hand it out or something. Yeah, oh no, yeah. No. Like, like throw up like a peace sign yeah, or something. Yeah. That felt I do relatable. That, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that felt really relatable. No, that's no, true. No, it's true. Like but that I thought that was really funny. And like there was also like a moment when she was like practicing a dance and she was like you know, when she was, like, just doing it, like, nonstop. Even oh, and Toba gives her the yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um... She was going ham on that. that. Was so yeah, funny. Like, that was one of the only parts where I felt she was giving Rachel Berry a little bit. But, she like, was, she was there was a few parts that you, like, turned to me and you were like, that's giving Rachel Berry. But yeah. that, I can't remember where Well, else. there was one when there was, like, a dramatic scene that I was saying, like, that in my head I, like, heard 
um, like this scene from Glee where her and Finn are fighting in the auditorium and she's like, I hated you for what you did to me at that train station. Like, I heard, like, you know, <laughs> did you know what I'm saying? Like, there was a part of the show where I, like, heard that line in my head. Act two starts, immediate standing ovation. She climbs out of the pit. Oh, I forgot oh, about that. It was such a long standing ovation, she had to cut it off herself. Did you guys see that? She literally like took her hands and was Wait, like a did conductor. She really? No, that's you a, guys didn't I think see that's that. That's a bit. I feel oh, like Beanie it? did that too. I don't remember. She could have. Well, I really don't remember. Everybody wasn't sitting yet because they were getting back from their Jonathan Groff meet and greet. <laughs> oh, no, shit. literally, like well, Jonathan that, was standing like into Act Two. Like he was. <laughs> no, yeah, like that's another reason why I was like not going up to him. It was like it, there's only 15 minutes at intermission, yeah. like. And it's true. Like, everybody was, like, still at the freaking Jonathan Groff meet and greet <laughs> at the beginning of Act yeah. 2. Like, and it was starting, and they were, like, running back to their seats. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're so but, right. But it was a standing ovation. And then I uh, I guess I guess it also was Beanie's bit. But she, like, cut off the standing ovation. And then everybody. Well, Beanie definitely didn't have a standing ovation at but, that point. But I think she cut. Like, she did something like that. Like Maybe people are just clapping. I think she cut just off like, the pit. Like, because they were playing uh, the like contract uh, or whatever. Like, no, she like there weren't any more. She at like that point, looked but. out. Yeah, because they weren't playing. They weren't playing the contract anymore. She we like just looked out to the audience, traffic. and she like <laughs> cut them <laughs> off. Yeah, and then me. she was but, said her little whatever the line is. Like Beanie didn't get a standing ovation when she climbed out of the pit like that, but she did get applause. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And for I sure. do think like. I, I I feel like I you remember. You probably do. I don't that. remember. I just oh, don't okay. remember because I probably blacked out. <laughs> you like, say that all the time. I know because I do. Um, <laughs> I think I have memory yeah. loss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Act Two, Leah brings the drama. She really did. I mean, the ending of Act Two is. It's. I mean, we've said Juliana has definitely said before, like Funny Girls, like a. It's a tragedy. Yeah, it's like a comedic yeah. tragedy. Like it's very yeah. sad in the end. Yeah, very somber. And Leah like really brought the emotion. She was hysterically crying. Oh, yeah, she, she was, was wiping her yeah. snot on her fingers. Yeah. Well, okay. One of a few things. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I feel like first of all, I feel like Funny Girl has like five endings. Like she sings "Who Are You Now," which I wish they made a solo again because that's how it's supposed to be but they added Ramin when um, I feel like Beanie it was, was in Ramin's it. contract to like sing more I, honestly <laughs> because he like does sing yeah. more but, but <laughs> I, I will say I like, it moment. sounded much better like as a duet with them now as opposed like when Beanie and Ramin sang it like it just like it was it really made it even more clear that Beanie yeah. wasn't their voices like, are just not the same tier Ramin no. has like an exquisite like one of voice. the best voices ever I've like, ever heard yeah literally his um, voice is insane no truly and it was not like it actually sounded nice like him and Leah singing that I feel together. like they're like a very good match vocally yeah they were and they blended so um, well together but so that honestly when like that song feels like a finale and then like she sings like a million other songs yeah, I just she like does it goes like, on forever it's like all right we get it like mm-hmm. we get it she's sad and like he's gambling i feel like if they were gonna add my man like which they didn't but it's fine because another rumor to clear up because people are still saying that people, e- 
There's been three shows with Leah Someone now. Someone fully like commented on our TikTok. I heard they added my man. I'm like, we like, were you heard literally wrong. there. You heard wrong. Like they did not. And um, also not for nothing. There are boots of every song that woman performed. Like, you you would have seen it. My man, it would be all over TikTok. You would have seen it. Um, no, you're so right. But if they were going to add my man, I feel like they could cut like five songs from the end and, and like just put my man and just and have it should. end. Kind of like the way they did in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, she and to also to be fair to Beanie, like I, I think that would like that was some of Beanie's best moments. I agree. Like was her ending. I said was that her too. She, we said that at the time. She like, really brought it at the end of that. She did bring it at the end. I mean, not vocally, but no, her acting was her amazing. Acting was good. At Re- the end. It really was. Um, but that was the only time I like really felt like for me Fanny. too. And, but when, so when Leah sang the music that makes me dance, which is like another Fanny, like I'm sad and <laughs> moment at the end. Um, they did change the ending of that back to like how Barbara did it because when Beanie did it, they made it this like quiet head voicey ending. Mm-hmm. And when Leah did it, she like stepped out and like belted it out at the end, mm-hmm. like the way that it was written for Barbara. And, that I that I think I feel like that was her like best song vocally. Yeah, is. that like, was so great. It was, was so it was good. Like and it like that I felt. And then, then there, she has the whole other ending song. They all like really mesh together. They do. Yeah, because she has the whole ending, which is like the "Don't Rain on My Pretty yes. Prize" or yes. whatever. That hurt. she also ate. She that's really ate she, that. that. Struck me. She was like because looking in the like the fake mirror. Yeah, that's like when she slamming was hysterically her fists crying. on and the she was like on the table. But then she like when she had to belt it out at the end, she like the crying was like subsided. Yeah, and like yeah. it ceased, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden she was belting. She I was like, what the hell? She like the the you could hear her sniffling like in her mind yeah she yeah. was really she, it was her, it, one thing about Leah Michelle is like her. she can cry she's gonna bring the tears she's gonna <laughs> the bring girl's the gonna cry that girl is if gonna there's one cry. thing she's gonna do it's cry that girl's gonna like she's gonna cry she's she, gonna del- let you she really it. did deliver the tears that's for sure but you could like f- you could like feel it like I was hysterically crying I was like I'm crying for Fanny but I'm like also crying for Leah I'm crying for Jonathan Groff, who's crying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, literally. I'm, I'm also, I have to say, because I ha- we haven't said this yet, every single time, <laughs> like, there was clapping, my head was turned to Jonathan. I was like, yeah, how's Jonathan reacting? Insane. What is he doing? And, and most of the time, he was on his feet yeah, literally. in tears. <laughs> yeah. No, he was. He's a I supportive love him friend. So much. I can't, like, it was so crazy that, like, we could just, like, look over and, like, see watch it's Ryan so Murphy crazy. and Jonathan Groff reacting it, it was literally like in a real time at one show. Point, I feel like we like Ryan Murphy was like bobbing his head and we like turned you were like oh look at Ryan Murphy dancing <laughs> with that little bald head oh my god my stomach hurts okay so at the end Nick Arnstein like comes in after he's in jail or whatever and he's like you gave an amazing performance or something like about how like her performance in the show that night, like he never would have known she was so upset about him, like going to jail or whatever, or about something like that. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, her reply back is like, obviously I gave a good performance. Yeah. 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 And Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not about that. Yeah. Again, like that's not like the, the arc of the show. Mm -hmm. And it's, I feel like the ending is really good. I also like love an ending where it's like, and this is why I think um, Rachel Berry's final solo on Glee should have been The Show Must Go On by Queen. But anyway, um, <laughs> I um, I love how the ending is kind of like 
yeah, like I'm heartbroken, but like the show must go on. Yeah, like, I love that. She's as like, the we're theme cleaning it up anything. and like, we're going on. Like I will eat. One thing about me is I will eat that. Shit. Like, yeah. One thing about Leah Michelle, she's gonna cry. One thing about <laughs> me is that the show must go on. Ultimately, the romantic struggle comes down to toxic masculinity, which is so interesting as a theme for a 1960s musical. Yeah, although there's like some questionable things with the way it's handled. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was gonna say, I, I feel like I noticed a lot more in like Leah's fanny than Beanie's, or maybe not even their fannies, but just like the versions because. Mm-hmm. Like when um Mrs. Bright, like I feel like it's really like kind of blame, they blame Fanny. Yeah, but that's why I feel that like I felt that. I felt that a lot more in Leah's. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know if it's just because like we had seen it already. So we were like reading it. Yeah, but maybe. I feel like the way that it was done, like and I don't know if they changed the writing or if it was just like. Well, they said I they feel changed like Leah's portrayal like, was like I was getting more of the nuance. But I think it's actually very interesting, like, at the end, like, after having Mrs. Bryce say that to her, basically, like, blaming her for, like, ruining his, like, masculinity, to have her have this moment in the mirror where she's like, well, you're, I guess you're always just going to be, like, a funny girl, like, you're never going to be the girl that, like, you're supposed to be, like, you're you're always just going to be, like, the, the girl that keeps them in stitches, but... Like, and, and in that song, I don't know if she says it in the cut that they do in the musical, but there's the line that's like, um, though I may be all wrong for the guy, I'm good for a laugh. It's like, yeah, ironic. That's a musical, it yeah. is right. It's like, it's like ironic at the end, the way she's singing it. And then she's like, well, screw it. And then she does that. Don't worry to mm-hmm. my parade reprise where she's yeah. like, let's give him hell, Bryce. Like that's life in the theater or whatever. And it ends with her being like, it's kind it is like a tragic I don't know. Like, I have to see it again. It feels different than in the movie, the ending, yeah. because it yeah. is a full different ending. But it's like, she's like, at the end, she's like, I guess, like, I am just doomed to be this, a funny comedy girl, and I'm never going to be right for the guy because I'm not a typical girl that just, like, exists to, like, hype up this man. And mm-hmm. she has this, like, big internal struggle mm-hmm. at the end that she just ends it with being, like, the show goes on. The show it's must like- go on. Like, we never stop performing. Ugh. And that's that's something that that's life, I will eat up, baby. Yeah, that's life in the no, theater. That is life it in is. the theater. It's like freaking heartbreaking. And I didn't get that the first yeah, time that no. we saw it. I didn't it. either. It was like it was like really <laughs> sad. Yeah. No. And I actually like. I don't know. I like liked that ending. I'm no, like, I liked it. Glad they no, did I liked it. I liked to feel the melancholy. I I liked that. Like at at the end of the day, like. A woman has herself and she has her network of women. <laughs> but I, I don't Becky's girl boss I don't even know if that's true though. No, like maybe in not the, that. In because the, her the mom funny girl. Yeah, her, I was just gonna her say her mom is like you you screwed up. Yeah, you like you made him true. feel insecure because you were so successful. She, all she was saying trying to do because, was help him. Yeah, and she was trying and it's like it honestly like almost goes back to like what we were talking about in the episode that we did on Which Way to the Stage, where we were mm-hmm. saying like as a woman often like you feel like you have to like be this like in this certain mold and like Mm. it's like it's really easy to feel like you're not a a complete woman because like you don't whatever like you don't do certain things right and it just feels like for fanny bryce like 
something that's interesting about her is in the musical is that she never fits in with like what the mold of the woman is supposed yeah. to be mm-hmm. what the true girl is supposed to be that's why she's a funny girl because yeah. she's like a weird girl yeah she's and like it's like yeah. yeah and it's like by the end like when her mom says that to her and she's like well like you were you did the wrong thing like you you weren't the ideal girl to this man like you didn't prop him yeah. up the way girls are supposed to but her mom says that because that's why her dad left yeah so yeah which, it's like a cycle it's a cycle it is it's it's projection yeah and so then at the end when she feels that way and she's like yeah like i'm always just gonna be a funny girl i'm always just gonna be that weird girl i'm never gonna be like the mold of of a feminine mm. woman that I should be. And then I'm never going to be Sadie. I'm never going to be Sadie, Sadie married yeah. lady. And I'm always just going to be Fanny Rice. Yeah. And then I like that. And then the no, way I it like just ends too. with like, well now I have to go do my <laughs> show. And like, yeah. now I need to go give him hell Bryce. And like, that's, that's the performance of life. It all goes back. Like it's all goes. Yeah. I feel like that's like so much of what we said in that, which made of the stage episode. Yeah, no, it is. I was just going to say there's that line about I don't know exactly what the line is, but she's like the bride was I mean, the groom is prettier than the yeah. bride or something uh, like that's so sad. Can, that broke my I, heart. I also just have to say that, like, I know that's like the plot of Funny Girl, like and in the, you know, and when Barbara was in it, too. But I I truly remember watching Funny Girl for the first time and it was before Glee. Like, I didn't know anything about it. And like my mom showed it to me because my mom really likes the movie and I I truly remember watching and like before anything like when she just comes out in the movie and like goes to the mirror and says hello gorgeous I remember thinking that Barbara Streisand I was like this is the most beautiful woman ever I think like I thought she was she's she looked so, so she's beautiful. so beautiful and then the whole plot of the movie is that she like is not pretty no it's, I was like wait what no, it doesn't make sense. And um, I I don't know. But, like, people have been saying that, like, at least, I guess, compared to Beanie, that, like, Leah is more, like, traditionally. Yeah. I also feel like people <laughs> saying that about Leah is, like, I don't know. I'm, like, when Leah was, like, first starting on Glee, like, people had bad things to say about There was a lot of, like, dare I say, like, anti-Semitism. Mm. like in the way people talked about her looks it's like go to the stage door now yeah so we didn't we didn't leave early which was a mistake no it wasn't not a mistake mistake. because i'm glad we saw the whole curtain i was gonna say if i was gonna see any curtain call it's gonna be opening or closing yeah so i'm glad that we stayed now that we were at her opening no i'll I'll be at her closing Oh, we will definitely be there. (laughs) (laughs) There's no doubt. On the on the train home, Fiona was like, "I really hope I'm not doing anything the day of her closing." And I was like, "I was like, I simply like if I'm doing something, I I simply will not be doing something." (laughs) I don't know. Are you guys surprised she signed or not? I'm surprised because I haven't seen anybody signing. That's that's true. I I haven't seen anybody sign since COVID. She's the first person that I saw sign. Well. I think Julie Banco had been signing. Oh, I didn't know, know that. that. Um, but when we've seen state, when we've seen, we, we've seen stuff recently, nobody nobody signing. signs. Mm-hmm. They just walk, yeah, and say something. Say hi. I think it's technically right now like against equity yeah. rules to do to stage door like God. this. He's breaking the rules. <laughs> but some people are still doing it. Yeah, like, but I don't know. I'm. I didn't think she was gonna sign. I was I shocked that she. Not signed for her opening 
I'm not shocked that she's signing like in general though. Yeah, I don't. I, I like want to put the date on the back of my poster. Actually, I know me too. I know. I, was I think thinking, I will. Like, how do you verify something like that? Yeah, but I yeah. I mean, she was. I think that was very nice. Well, I wish that was well, very nice. when because when the security person came out and was like, okay, she was about to come out, mm-hmm. like, and then said she would only sign if you had a mask on. Yeah, and then I like heard that she was signing and i was like wait what and i was asking people around me i was like did she just say I that she's gonna sign like, she's signing she's signing oh and i was like wait like i had to do it because i guess i and like, then i turned into a machine that's when the crowd yeah then i was like i was like the crowd was already feral <laughs> that was when the way it became a bloodbath i wanted to punch sh- the, the guy behind me yeah the like posters that were smacking me in the head <laughs> i'm like it was getting gl- violent people were shoving stuff all over i had my glasses like on top of my head because i wasn't wearing them and um <laughs> i know you were like my glasses are gonna I, get ruined because people were like i know smacking me in the head i'm like do you not see i have a pair of glasses they're like you're gonna shatter my glasses <laughs> Um, that would be so sad. I like. I had your phone in my pocket. I, I know. I was sure both of my I, like, phones were gonna be on. The I wish shattered. it wasn't a rainy day because I feel like I would have. I had my stupid raincoat. Like, I know. Through my arm. I was. We it was so hot. I like couldn't grab my. It was just like a mess. Like I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't like get a hold of anything. Yeah. But then she she signed a lot of stuff. She did. She went like around like the whole little and perimeter. I just I feel like now if she ever doesn't sign like she's gonna get oh so hard well you know what she i think there was like a little bit of misunderstanding but she was like i'm gonna come out and sign then i'm gonna go inside to see my family and then i'm gonna go and i'm gonna come back out and people took that as i'm gonna come back out and sign again Mm -hmm, so she signed things she went back inside for a little like we waited and then she came back out and she just went into her car and that was that and people were annoyed about that like, I heard, like, rumblings. They were like, she said she was going to sign, blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't think she, I don't think she, the video. She didn't say she oh. was going to come back out and sign. No, again. she was just like, I think that I'm going to come back out. And then I'm going to come back out. And, yeah. like, and, like, say, and see, and, I misinterpreted like, it. Say hi if you're still here. Whatever. Yeah. And then, like, I, because then her, I saw, like, her family and Jonathan came yeah. out and got so in the car. Yeah, so I was car, like, so oh. I, she was, I was like, there's no way she's going to yeah. sign again while they're waiting in the car. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. I think if she doesn't sign things, people are going to be like, that bitch. But it's also like, I've seen people say, like on TikTok, like on our TikTok even, like people are like, of course she's signing. It's just for PR. I'm like, I saw. So if she didn't sign, you would say. Yeah, you know what? You can't like win. Yeah. You really can't. But I I saw a few people comment on our TikTok that it went a little bit viral. It, it went a lot of bit it viral. Went viral. It, it just fully went viral. It, went, it fully went viral. It's a video that I took at the stage. Door. I actually think somebody was, somebody referenced it to me at work today. Really? They were like, oh yeah, I saw a video at the stage door that she said that it she was going to go in and come back out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, somebody commented or a few people commented. They were like, she always came out and signed after spring awakening. Like Leah always comes out. Like in yeah, signs. but I don't know that she always really did. That's pretty funny. I know. I was like, when she definitely did. I know, but I was like, and okay, well, like, people feel that way. I only have Jonathan's signature because <laughs> Leah didn't come out or whatever. <laughs> but I also like. I think the stage door thing like has gotten a little bit out of hand with like what people like demand. Yeah, it's and like, expect. Mm, like I don't know. Like I yeah. Like I think that's the Tumblr effect. To be honest, it is. Yeah, that's but a good even, point. Like 
on a two, like she signed yesterday, like after the matinee and after the night show, like a lot of, especially big names, like won't sign after the mm-hmm. matinee. No, the two show day. I know. Lynn man like Lynn Manuel Miranda never, he never came out. He like hardly ever came out. Yeah. He only did general. the ham for hams. Yeah. But he definitely didn't come out on a two show day. With, no. Like Darren Chris didn't. I saw him on a matinee. Oh yeah. Like, I saw him on a Saturday matinee. And honestly, like, it's like, a, I don't know. Like, it's a lot. A part of me is like, oh, yeah, like it's a thing. Like you should go out and you should sign some. But like if there's a day when like you're having a bad day, like I don't think it's a horrible thing. No, I don't think so either. Every single time. And also like that's not what they're getting paid for. All right. So I think that we covered it all. I mean, we said a lot about the night and our experience and our opinions. I mean, overall, we we all definitely enjoyed ourselves mm-hmm. and... Um, we'll probably be seeing it again. Yeah, I, <laughs> um, I, we I, we though. haven't seen Julie Banco yet. Um, I would love to see that. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be good to like. Again, it's just another piece in the puzzle. Yeah, um, that's why I want. I want to, more content. Yeah, yes. to be able to compare, um, each Fanny's performance. But yeah, so. I hope that you guys enjoyed this. Yeah. Thank you, Becky, for coming on Thanks, the pod. Becky. Thanks for having me. Um, as always, our inbox is always open. Yeah, our DMs are always your open. Thoughts, like, or any questions, like we will answer anything. Yeah, about like anything. Mm, like, we've gotten some DMs. We got one last night yeah. about a possible meetup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a no. little idea. We'll see. About I know that. we gotta but, we gotta um, think that one through. We also, um, yeah, like if you saw a funny girl if you have any thoughts about it like please send them to yeah us. like don't be shy like we're actually begging you to share your opinions <laughs> with us if you have any ideas about episodes like anything yeah please our inbox is open drama fiends at gmail.com yes. we're on tiktok at drama fiends pod mm-hmm. insta at drama fiends yeah and twitter and at twitter drama at drama fiends our twitter's been blowing up a little bit too, i know so. we made a little bit of noise the other night i know i thought it was funny i saw one of your tweets and it was like all of these people that i knew that you guys <laughs> don't know were liking your tweet our That's tweets so have funny. been in a few articles yeah are yeah <laughs> we're, we're kind of blowing we're up you guys success. continue to blow us up please we we do love doing this we love being critics <laughs> <laughs> no all right so that is all for this episode have a have a good day a night good day. evening afternoon bye bye, bye. bye.